What's up, everybody? The ritual dropped last Friday, and we have been selected. We have been chosen to worship the film in all its blood-soaked glory. We also have some cool, cool little featurettes of a quiet place and some pictures from Halloween. So let's take it away. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Uh. Sid, Give it to me. Don't blame the movies. They don't create. They don't create. Create it. That's Woo! what's up. Movies make them more creative, yep. and I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. 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 Blood, Blood and guts. And all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Welcome to our movie news, our 17th episode. And our main focus later on will be the ritual. But uh, we do have some great uh, little things beforehand. First, let's get into introductions. Uh, uh, I am your host, Anthony Becerra. You can find me at Tony B. Dead, T-O-N-Y-B-D-E-D. And with me, I have... Hey, guys. I'm Oliver Jenner. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Hi, everyone. I'm a new face or a secondary new face. <laughs> My name is Chauncey K. Robinson. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Chauncey KR. She's a new character. Yeah, she's uh, your second appearance. Yeah, that's second why, appearance on that's our show. Secondary, because it's like my second one. She's I'm, returned. Maybe I'm reoccurring. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a permanent villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just dropped it on you now. Right, I know. Surprise! Yeah, that's what's happening. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> bum bum. <laughs> Yep. Um, yeah, we like to keep it uh, Shyamalanian here. Uh, so real quick, let's cover our bases. So where to find us? You can find us on our, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash popcorn talk, as well as our uh, popcorn talk network uh, websites, uh, pretty much the mothership, and as well as our, our Twitter, uh, uh, horror news PTN, and our Apple, uh, oh, excuse me, Apple podcast. Uh, just type in horror movie news and look for this little signal, little graphic right behind me. And that's us. That's how you know it's us. And please leave a five-star rating and give us any comments, any feedback. We'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. And so uh, let's get down to business. So uh, I say for the... I mean, it's pretty obvious for the abyss. <laughs> we all saw the ritual, right? Yeah. Yes. Like we're all on the same page with that. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that later. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so uh, apart from that, though, real quick, did you guys see anything else? From well, any other movies? Chauncey, would you like to go first? I, oh. I, I, I'll be the sacrificial. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I actually, I, I, I keep seeing like vintage stuff. Like I rewatched uh, The Fog because Ooh. it was the anniversary of it coming out yeah. uh, this month. So I watched that. That was pretty cool. And I, you know, I actually watched Cloverfield Paradox too. Oh yeah, so. nice. What you? What was your like overall opinion of uh, uh, Paradox? Um. I have a lot of opinions, <laughs> but I feel like it was a well, very good B horror movie. I thought uh-huh. that's what I—that's why I would classify it. And if I say that, it would make it so it's not disappointing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a, it ended up being a B, but I think it was shooting for like an A plus. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, with the star cast, I mean that cast right? yeah. was totally underutilized. Yeah. <laughs> they made that film, but it, I, for what it was, the, the screenplay and everything, it was definitely mm-hmm. a B a B movie to me. Which I was fine with. I love B movies. Okay. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I'm all about that. Thanks, Killing. <laughs> Thanks, you just killing. got stuffed. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to watch the Jack Frost one now, too. Oh. There's an interesting carrot scene. Oh, um. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, you see? Okay. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> you see anything else? 
Well, did you guys see the new Jigsaw? I finally got. Oh, around. I didn't. I, I saw that in well, theaters. You're not missing much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not. I mean, it's kind of like Cloverfield Paradox. I like Cloverfield Paradox mm-hmm. a lot more. Um, I keep saying, and a lot of other people keep saying that. You know, the paradox was a lot like a extended Black Mirror episode. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, I heard sure. that. I heard Feature yeah. length Black Mirror. Episode. Yeah, I think Paradox could have been a lot better. Um, but I think it was really entertaining. Like, like I told Anthony, I never need to really see it again. Great cast. Same. Yeah. The thing is, like, I, it's like the direction of where they were going. You thought they were going to kind of go somewhere else, but it was kind of like I feel like they played it safe, you know, yeah. with mm-hmm. Paradox. Um, and it still like answered some questions, but also with answering those questions, you're still left with so many plot holes. Um, but I still liked it. It just wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Um, but I did see Jigsaw. Sorry, <laughs> I went off on a tangent. All right. And I just think they're cry- they're just trying to you know revitalize the dead mm-hmm. series, which I don't think is necessarily needed. It didn't feel like a Saw movie. I guess maybe that was the point of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also very predictable. Did you saw it? Did I you saw. See- I saw it. Yeah, and yeah. I agree with you. What did you? Yeah. No. Yeah, it was very predictable. Pre- predictable and yeah. uh, a little mund- mundane. A little. Did like, you want us to spoil it? Or really. do you, you can. I don't. I don't mind spoilers. But I know that. <laughs> I know that they kind of had like a flashback scene where. Uh, right. It, it was cool how it played with time. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, it tricked you. It tricked the audience yeah. and everything. But it was, you, it was like a little treat. Yeah. Cheap you trick, see though. Tobin Bell's character and you're like, wait. He yeah. Died. Exactly. Yeah. But then I'm like, no, he's not. He's dead. Like this is clearly like a time jump. Like this is like ten years ago, I believe. I think correctly uh, uh correct me if i'm wrong but there is a new jigsaw but that's all i really say right. um it's you know you see it once never really need to see it again yeah no same but, isn't yeah. there another one coming out soon too mm. probably no i, I, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it yeah. I, I, I love the first one the first one was yeah. so i thought it was good i thought it was smart mm-hmm. i always like a, a smart horror picture mm-hmm. but um yeah i think the other one started to kind of paint by the numbers just like, with it yeah it just became like yes. torture porn kind of yeah like. yeah i'm not a big fan of those yeah, yeah i love the first one i totally agree with you. I love the second one. The second one was like probably my favorite in the series, and the third one was kind of like okay, that's when it started to like. I'm like, no, you know, <laughs> you're doing so well. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah, um, yeah. I was only able to watch the ritual this week, so I didn't really see much else, unfortunately. But that's okay because you guys saw stuff. So, yes. <laughs> so on to the crypt. So let's see. Um, so pretty much something you'd like to recommend. Uh, let's start with you. Ollie. Mine's real quick <laughs> because it's a documentary. I've been recommending. Do- I've been on a documentary kick. Okay, yeah, so. a documentary binge apparently. <laughs> Especially if it's horror documentaries, because I love being scared of like real life situations and also things that aren't like you know paranormal, but like still. Um, mine is basically uh, "Beware of the Slenderman." It's a documentary on HBO, oh. uh, directed by Irene Taylor Brodsky, and it basically you know is a retelling of the events that happened in. I forget. I totally forgot where. Massachusetts, um, Massachusetts. I yeah, believe, I, I believe. So. Um, with the stabbing, the, the girls who stabbed the, uh, the attempted murder, basically because they stabbed this classmate of theirs, their friend. It was also their friend because the Slenderman told them to. Do you remember uh, that crazy oh, story? Yeah, and didn't she get like um, put away? It, mm-hmm. it wasn't there a recent trial or something. Mm-hmm. And then um, you know, it's so crazy that the girl who got stabbed survived. Mm. So it's just a really interesting uh, documentary to watch. It's, I believe, it took over eighteen months to shoot, and you actually have like uh, footage of like the parents and like their confessionals and what you know they've been going through since the stabbing. So I think it's it's a really good documentary to watch on HBO if you have like HBO access. I do. 
courtesy well, of working here. And I, yeah, I also bring it up <laughs> as well because of the Slender Man horror movie that's yeah. coming out. Which, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, oh. and we talked about it on the show previously how mm. they're trying to boycott it. Yeah. And, you know, to. There's kind a of, petition to, yeah. like, yeah. Really? Yeah, because the, uh, the family was like, this is too recent. Yeah. You guys are banking. It's pretty much like profiting off of someone else's, mm-hmm. like, dreadful True. situation. Which, which I can see, but also the Slender Man, even before, you know, the stabbing was still such a, you know, like a viral character online, you know? So, like, the, the the video games, even just mm-hmm. the creepy pastas and stuff. So. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's been able to embed itself into our like uh, into culture. yeah our culture and online uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like more mainly online culture too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's in a sense it's kind of like a new uh, like like characters such as like Freddy and uh, Jason and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. But like for our age, it's like Slenderman. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, I'm like in a sense like I'm I'm like really. I'm like, hell yeah, that's cool. Like, we have a new monster, but at the same time, it's like, dang, like, look at where that monster came from, yeah. though. Which makes it even a, a bit more terrifying, yeah, too. Yeah, because these kids, you know, these kids legit believe that the Slender Man told them to go stab this girl in the woods and kill her. And uh, you just, like, you watch, like, the footage of them, like, being interrogated and stuff, and it's like, that's creepy. That's terrifying enough. That's, like, no, that's scarier than any, like, horror movie, honestly. Yeah. That's real life, these kids. There's also some, like, weird videos on YouTube that you can try to find that show some glimpse of a supposed Slenderman. Mm-hmm. Which always are always fun. debatable. Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> I, I agree. They're fun, but, like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. take it with a grain of salt kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Did the story come about before the stabbing? Was the Slenderman around? Was that a story yeah. that was around Yeah, it was, I think it okay. lived on Creepypasta. Okay. And I think it's possible it just grew out of obsession with the character with these small, yeah. with these girls, and it just evolved into something like atrocious, I guess. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Who knows? But um, I definitely want to check out that documentary yeah, now. Check it out. Holy crap. Tell me what you think. That mm. sounds awesome, yeah. Um, Chauncey, do you have anything? Because I'm not sure if I told you about it. Um, well, I always recommend vintage horror stuff. Right. I recently also watched The Prom with Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> if you want some good horror slash with some disco, <laughs> I would say watch this film. And a fun fact about it is the fact that they were sued because they were using <laughs> other disco music that they didn't oh. own the rights to that were beyond their Canadian budget. So <laughs> the film, like the new music or the music they ended up using was like what they had made specifically for the film. So you have this really cool uh, disco track called The Prom, which is nice. awesome, actually, yeah. if you like this. Disco. Oh, cool. Yeah, I want to check that <laughs> and out. And if you want to see Jamie Lee Curtis dance the disco, this is your film. Yeah, right. If you ever wanted that. that's the, They also remade that one too, right? Yeah, and, and it wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, clearly, per obviously. usual. They didn't even use the same plot line. It was weird. No. It was still from Canada, but... I believe that's on Shudder right now, I think. Oh, the, the remake, right? The, no, no, no. Oh, the, yeah. The original, yeah, the original the, one is actually streaming on uh, Shudder. And also, The Fog is on Yes, and I watched I, them both. I haven't seen The Fog. I've been wanting to see The Fog for such a long time. It's a really good one. It's a, a John time. Carpenter. It's a yeah. really good, simple, ghost story I'm so done. thing going on there. It's really, it's just really great. Right on. Stuff to watch, Anthony. I know, <laughs> I know. I just, I, I only have like Fridays and Saturdays to watch things, and I'm just like, That's all right. No excuse. I know. It's no. I'm not. I don't like giving excuse. I just don't. Have, I just. I need to prioritize. Team things. no sleep. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had insomnia. Psych. Not really. I love knock on wood. All right. Yeah, mine uh, is a. Uh, it's just called. It's a a dark song, pretty much. I don't know why I said. Yeah, it's a dark song. It's directed and written by uh, Liam Gavin. It's his first feature. So it's about a determined young woman and a da- damaged occultist risk their lives and souls to perform perform a dangerous ritual that will grant them what they want. 
and yeah, um, it's so they, they they lock themselves up in this like abandoned house. Um, they have to go through. In a sense, it's more like a test of trials and rituals. But like, well, the rituals are trials in a sense because like she has to like stay in a little circle for hours. And you can't use the restroom. She like has to like pee herself pretty much. And you can't drink water. You can't like eat anything. Like it's like weird occultic ri- rituals that. At the very end of the ritual, you are granted one wish, and oh. and you are granted one wish by an angel, which is very strange. Um, it's a it's a great premise. Um, I really like this film. It's a slow burner. Yeah, the trials of it's like a like trials of how far someone was willing to go to bring back their loved ones, and like the main character kind of lost her child, so you kind of see where that's oh, going, you know. Okay. So she's going through all this to get back her child. Um, the lead actress, Catherine Walker. Uh, it's phenomenal in this film. Um, she 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 holds it down like she, uh, she's like the main character. She's the one who wants to goes through everything, and the uh, the other character uh, played by Steve Oram, who's a who's a uh, damaged occultist who who she hires him for his help. Be like, I need to do these rituals, but you only know how. Um, he plays such a brutal character. You know, he like screams at her. He's like, I think he he doesn't beat her, but I think he slaps her at one point and like. He kind of, it's just a very, very, uh, it's, it's like tough to watch, you know, because like, it's like you're seeing someone like, like in a sense, it's like self-torture, but also he mm-hmm. adds on to it. Yeah. And, um, but it's definitely worth watching because at the end, the payoff is like really, okay. really cool and well-deserved. And it goes into like, a, like the third act, or I would say like the last part of the third act is like where it's sh- like shit hits the fan and things get, go like just wild. And I love that. I love that ending. Um, but I could also see why people wouldn't like the ending, and uh, if you'd mm. watch it, you kind of like would be like, oh, okay, you kind you would kind of get yeah, it. You, know? you say like the payoff is good. Yeah, I like yeah. the payoff, but I can see some some people are like, what the, you know, they'll be like, what okay, the fuck? Okay. like kind of thing, you know. No, I love a good payoff, but, honestly, no, especially if you have to see characters be tortured. exactly. Yeah, if there's exactly. There's no payoff. Yeah. You get that's You're what like, I would be mad about. Yeah, I mean, if it has to have like a really good solid like story behind it, if there is no payoff, but like still, I'm mad. <laughs> like you know, yeah. Where could you watch this one? Because I've never heard of this movie. Yeah. Uh, Oh damn! I <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm, I'm interested in a good payoff. Right, right, right. I, I was like, out. dang, that's right. I didn't add. It. Um, wait, I think it's on Netflix. Netflix, really? Because okay. like I had to, I had to find it in like different ab from different avenues. Uh-huh. But I believe it'll be, it's on Netflix. Um, I don't want to check right now, but yeah, just check Netflix. If not, you can definitely. Uh, I might have actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that's like a lightning bolt striking me because I think I got it off of Amazon. I rented okay. it off Amazon. All right, all right. Yeah, I might have just done that. But there's also, um, I don't know why I'm saying this, but there's another film on Netflix that I've been wanting to watch called... Uh, uh, it is on Netflix. Yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's an, another film called, like, Super Dark Times, I believe. And it's about, like, two, two, two uh, high schoolers, a like, coming-of-age film, but, like, something goes really wrong. Like, I think they commit some sort of act of murder, I think. And uh, that's interesting, too. You should find that on Netflix. It's somewhere, some, some, along the lines of, like, Super Dark Times or Dark Times. Um, just just uh, type that into Netflix and you'll find that. Um, but yeah, that was my uh, little recommendation. Nice. And now let's head into some news. Dun, dun, dun. dun yeah. So <laughs> Thank excited. you, Ollie. Really. Yeah, because like Chauncey brought up Jamie Lee Curtis. So yeah. That relates to the news today. <laughs> that is very true. Yes. So pretty much uh, we have a picture of Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. Um, <gasps> and uh, she tweeted out this picture with the caption, self-portrait survivor protector. And then it's like hashtag Halloween movie, which is coming out October of this year. So it's coming. I'm pretty sure it's coming along very nicely. Yeah. There's also if you go on the Twitter, their Twitter page, um, you can see like uh, the the main, the original man who played the the shape, 
that that is that dons the mask and everything mm-hmm. the william shatner mask he's they've been like teasing him and stuff there's like a whole like collage of pictures that uh, you can see and stuff uh it was pretty it's pretty fun to watch um because like, they're always just like they show the back of his head yeah. or they show like his chair that just says the shape or they show uh his hand that's like all like gruely looking mm-hmm. yeah it's fun stuff um but yeah just a little quick pick of that mm-hmm. and um next we have uh so oh yeah so a quiet place so oh, yes. we have a couple of things on a quiet place because uh, i'm very very looking forward to this film it's like um, it's very anticipated yeah. yeah so we have this this poster here so it's different from the, uh, another poster where you see her in the bathtub but i think it's it's the same like instance where she's trying to cover herself and because i think she's having birth in the bathtub oh yes that makes sense yeah but th- that's why she's in so much pain but there's yeah. like a creature and we'll see that because we also have the trailer for yes. it as well yes, 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 but yeah oh look at that rule number one don't make a sound rule number two never leave the path rule number three red means run and that i didn't pick up on this before but red is actually they have like a i think in the trailer what i got from it um they have like a security system in mm. place where some when like things are going down at their like home base camp, they flip the the lights that are surrounding the their base uh, to red, and that means that means uh, that means things are going down. So yeah, so here's a trailer. So this is like the full tra- the full yeah, trailer. Yeah, I haven't seen this yet. Yeah. Um. So yeah, having dinner. So there's that dinner scene again, right? Yes, but it so. doesn't cut. It doesn't go the same route the path there's the path yeah so exactly the path and the and, and i see that they they paint like the wood so because i'm guessing wood creaks yeah so you have to step in certain places and they always uh bring sand everywhere so they can step on sand to not make noise and then this is where that kid just gone uh, down just screws the pooch uh-oh just i want to play with my rocket ship for no reason no no and here's oh. the, here's what i yeah you, you like surmise from this as well is that there's creatures everywhere, I think. Because how, how? I'm guessing so that there's like weird creatures everywhere that just and look and the, and also that the creatures are strong enough to shake a freaking car. Yeah, yeah. you saw you the know? claw mark too. And the claw, yeah. no, yeah. When she's in the bathtub, you see like the black claw actually come out, or like the black hand. I know our screen is very dark, but uh, there's also like the little weird shake, like the camera shakes they. once it lands. Oh, it's they. Yeah, yeah. if they yeah. hunt you, yeah, they hear you, they hunt you. See, there's a lights turning red. That means that there's something. And that's when you see him, like, book it. Like, all right, we got to go. We can't protect them. We have to protect them. See, Uh she's pregnant. She goes in the bathtub. And if you see back, I don't know if you can see it, but right around here, right here in the background, you see that hand come up in the back, in the back wall. Hmm. I'm so excited for and this And that movie. was, yeah, that was very... April 6th. Yeah, dude, I can't wait, yeah. Okay, like two months left? Yeah. Basically? We have a, a horror wonder... movie coming out, like, every, almost yeah. every month. Yeah. I, yeah. Wonder, I wonder if, like, they're, like, blind creatures, and maybe they just have really That's what hearing. I'm thinking, yeah. I, I, that's what I'm guessing, because it's kind of like, maybe, like, sonar, like, like a, like, bat-like, kind mm-hmm. of, but, like, more like beasts. Those heightened senses. Like, yeah. I wonder if that has something to do with it. And also, like, what, as well as, like, what happened to the world? Like, did these creatures yeah. just overrun? A post-apoc... I can't even say that. Post-apocalyptic? Post-apocalyptic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was, like, the setting... Yeah, like what happened? Did they just kind of evolve? Are they humans that morphed, or mm-hmm. are they, you know, some other creature that suddenly came up? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, see, I think you can see the hand like in the to, like uh, the left part of the screen. 
uh, in the background, you see like a hand just come up slowly, like, and it's like a black, like this weird black, and I think one has like around three fingers mm. kind of thing. Yeah, it's very strange. They're definitely like doing really well at, at hiding the creature yes, here. Yes, this is giving us like clover. And we still vibes. don't know much about the film, even watching yeah. that. All, and then we only hear, this is the first time you hear someone speak too in the trailer, and yeah. that's Emily Blunt saying like, we can't protect them. Which is really cool. I, I can't wait. And it's also John Krasinski's like first ever uh, feature film that he's directed, which looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And um, so yeah, we have we also have some some pictures uh, from the uh, from the, uh, the the film. If we can bring those up. Uh, so so pretty much they they are just showcasing like some shots. So there's uh, Emily Blunt in uh, what I'm guessing is like they're like in a sense like a headquarters for like seeing what's going up. Mm-hmm. What's happening? If there's any human contact out yeah. there, so, so is it, I wonder if it's a whole community or if it's just the family. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure because uh, there because so far it looks like just four cast members. So that's yeah. uh, John Krasinski is also the the younger boy is uh, pl- pl- uh, played by Noah uh, Jupe. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, but um, it sounds somewhat right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's just telling him, "Be quiet, little boy." It's like Joel from Quite Last you. of Us. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah! Oh my god! It looks right. like there is like some kind of like the the first image. It looks like it's kind of like that was like a flashback kind of before like everything went to crap. Maybe that's what I'm that's, thinking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Because we're not sure about so, time either. This looks so rural in comparison. Everything looks kind of like because you know what I was thinking. Like you know, in the, the first teaser, there's claw marks already established, like in where they live. I think. Yeah. So what if it's possible, like that? that uh, giving birth scene is something that happens in the past yeah. because that kid with the rocket looks very young already. Yeah. So it's like, unless she's like, because she didn't look too pregnant. And there's uh, yeah. there's also the little girl is played by Millicent uh, Simmons and also Noah Jupe again. Um, yeah. It's 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 quite crazy. Oh yeah, and I dubbed the uh, the creatures shushers because like when Shush- someone yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it shushers because <laughs> they make a sound they'd be like shh, but they'll they kill you. They should use you know? that shushers. Shushers. The shushers. The shushers. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's her in the bathtub. I'm guessing she's giving birth and yeah, she can't do anything about it. <laughs> like yeah, either birth or contractions. That Something are, painful because yeah. she's already like freaking out before she gets in there. It might be that the the animal like the animals uh the shushers like invaded the house already and she's like oh my god like what do I do yeah kind of thing you know um, but yeah so like the shushers seem to be very fast they seem to be everywhere because like wherever you make a sound they're gonna be on you like quick mm-hmm. they're probably doing like echolocation or something like uh, how bats do it yeah um, and they're strong because of the car movement and there's a lot of them I'm guessing yeah but I'm, I feel like they can be killed because he does hold like carry a gun around and everything yeah so. We'll see. They're not like invincible, thank God. So we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Oh yeah, and also, um, uh, there was a fun little video of uh, John- so apparently I was watching Ellen here at the studio randomly, <laughs> and uh, John Krasinski was on and he was talking about the A Quiet Place and stuff. And uh, one of the fun little facts was that um, Emily Blunt was actually giving him, uh, giving him like little suggestions as to who to play the wife and whatnot. And she re- she ends up reading the script and she tells him like. I need to play this. Like, no one else can play this. I need to play this. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> and he said that was a, one of his biggest compliments of, like, for his career, like, to have, uh, like, you know, because I mean, Blunt's, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. So, such a great actor, actress. And to have her be like, I want to be in your movie. It's, like, also really cool. Um, but yeah, this is just, uh, apart from that, uh, they, they decided to play a little game and let's just, uh, let's just watch what happens here. <laughs> 
have a staring contest, and we have to be quiet, so we can't make noises, we can't do anything. Okay. Proper. Um, but we just, uh, so the first person, oh my God, I'm going to be so uh, bad at this. I was going to say, this. you're so good at this. No, I'm going to be so was, bad at this. The first Ellen. person to laugh loses. <laughs> off topic. And, um... She's okay. 60, y'all. Like, Whoa. Oh, God. It was just her birthday. just looking at you, so this is hard. Is that a good thing? Yeah, I, um, it is. Kiki the gorgeous. Okay, okay, okay. Goes okay. to show, a great okay. positive attitude keeps you young. Honestly. Just, just be positive, y'all. Who's going to win? I know, right? Well, Ellen's got this. <laughs> <laughs> they're, so, they're so weird. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, the closet. I don't know, he's been training. Get so. That's awesome. Oh my god. Alright, we can stop right there. That's so good. So that did just scare the crap out of him. And he's like, afterwards, he's like, he's like trying to catch his breath and he's just like, oh, he's he just going. He should have been prepared. They do that on the show. That's so good. Have they done those jump things? Oh, they yeah. I, I don't watch Ellen, but I was just like watching no. this instant. They, I was like, this is amazing. Whenever <laughs> Jenis, Jennifer Aniston is on, they always scare her. In the most recent episode, like, they tried scaring her he, in like a dress up as a clown and she was just like totally like knew it was coming and she just like she didn't get scared because she knew he was there behind her it was so good but, oh that's funny that is a reoccurring gag yeah and he's also plays into it i was like hold on everybody look at this box and he's like like he's been here in here for like an hour or so yeah. like <laughs> it was like pretty hilarious yeah funny. i just wanted to show that and also just a reminder that it is out april 6th this year so mm-hmm. after march and march we have uh um the strangers um <gasps> yeah. yeah pray oh, at yeah. night yes, there you yes, go yes. yeah which is uh, going to be interesting. I, I still need to watch the first one because um, I'm not sure if I've seen it or not. It's it's Maybe very it's very cloudy. It's a here. classic. Yeah, it's definitely like with Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Yeah, I Liv, think she's in it. Liv Tyler. Yep. Right on. Uh, and we have another little like just this is just a fun one about like the Cloververse. So we all know that uh, Cloverfield Paradox uh, premiered already, yes. and uh, <laughs> reception be what it is. Um, so apparently, the internet discovered something pretty amazing regarding the original Cloverfield film and Cloverfield Paradox. Of course, it came from Reddit, you know, the front page of the internet, mm-hmm. and by a user uh, that goes by the name of Dub C Ent. And so for some. Godforsaken reason, uh, he just decided to play both films synchronized. Mm-hmm. He just started both films at the same time, and he found something a little interesting. And this pretty much sums it up. If you play this clip, once we uh, play this clip, like right now. So they're yeah, both there. They're both there. And the top right, top left clip is um, Paradox being. They're they're about to fire up the Shepherd. This is when the Shepherd actually starts to work. Mm-hmm. And notice what happens once it fires off in both films. Oh. So it looks seamless, seamlessly yeah. synchronized, mm. and they actually do like a little dance. Like the the film, like both films are synchronized, where like each one reacts to the other, in in the events of what's happening. Oh. So it's 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 still unsure whether this is on purpose or whether this is just a, a weird Cloververse coincidence. coincidence. Yeah, okay. I feel like it's coincidence. But yeah. it's a cool coincidence. Right? I was like, damn, this is cool. Like, I kind of want to watch it like that now. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's so it interesting makes, to me. Yeah. After watching Paradox, you do want to watch, like, the first quarter yeah. again. But mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool, like, seeing, like, the fandom kind of, like, go back mm-hmm. and kind of just, like, reevaluate everything, the universe. And oh, yeah. Come up with their own theories. Like, fan fiction, like, it's, it's kind of fun. Like, and just theories in general, because you, you never know, like, 
you know, these are people possibly our next filmmakers, you know, like it's, I don't know. That's what I do like about the series and what the mystery that it brings to the fans. Right yeah, because they still haven't really explained a lot about yeah. color. <laughs> what I mean, oh, I yeah. think that's why a lot of people were frustrated with the third. With, with this one was because they thought they were going to get answers, yeah. and they didn't really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, or the answers they got were just like not as cool as they wanted yeah. it to be. You know, I mean, I was satisfied, but I could understand they wanted something deeper. Like where this, I, I felt like they, their ex- explanation was like this time thing. I don't know. It was, yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, we we didn't have a chance to show it last week, and I didn't. I didn't uh, put it on this. this this week's uh, rundown, but pretty much what it was was like when the shepherd is fired. Um, the there's different there's uh, there's clover. They call it clovers that rip into different dimensions and different times yeah. in the universes, and that's why we get our our main like universe, which is like where the shepherd is, and also where the first Cloverfield takes part in. Mm-hmm. And then we have ten Cloverfield Lane, which is a different dimension, which gets a, a clover of its own at the very end, where you see like you know uh, whatever happened to their world and uh, why they have to be in a in a shelter and why they have to be in a bunker and mm-hmm. why at the end she escapes and there's like alien there's like uh, spacecrafts, and then that's where I think it's, where it's leading towards for a uh, uh, overlord where another clover just goes into the past because yeah. it rips through time and space and dimension so it just goes into the past of 19 in, in the 1940s during World War II so that's going to be interesting mm-hmm. um, but that's yeah and there was a fun little chart that this guy made up that made it very simple it was pretty funny I wanted to show it last week but we didn't have time because we had Jack Bennett which was awesome yeah, great interview totally. um, but yeah that was all that was that was just a fun little like oh look at this <laughs> Cloverfield <laughs> little fun yeah, fun sure. stuff you know and uh, our last piece of news, uh, so yeah, so uh, let's slay some giants pretty much. Uh, so I Kill Giants is a story about a young teenage girl who chooses to escape her mundane reality by retreating into a world full of magic uh, filled with titans and giants. Mm-hmm. So, and there's, a, there's the, uh, the poster for it that I was released, and it looks epic. Like, this looks cool. Like, <laughs> you know, like she, has, like, she has these bunny ears on her, she has this huge axe. And then there's, like, a huge giant, like, uh, just a, a huge giant, like, right behind her. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, look, that, that looks like, and it looks metallic. Like, the arms of the giant looks metallic. I'm like, there's no way this is real. Like, I have a feeling like this is, like, this all in like her head. This looks like a video game. Like, yeah. this looks like Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're so right. And they're making another one, by the way. But anyway, it's off topic. Shadow? No, this, they're remaking it. They're remaking it? Yeah. It's oh, a, I it's, thought it was a continuation. No, it's a remake okay. of the original. Well, yeah. That's, that's freaking awesome. But yeah, it definitely looks like a video game cover. Yeah. I'm kind of here for it. The bunny ears? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, yeah. So it's actually um, based off of a, a graphic novel. Mm. Um, but the the film starts stars uh, Madison Wolf as the main character, Barbara Thorson. And she's been in The Conjuring and also Joy with... Uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, oh. uh, Joy, I believe. And yeah, yeah. Zoe also stars uh, Zoe Saldana, which Ooh. plays her school therapist. That's why I think it's in her head because there's a therapist involved, <laughs> and she's from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. She's yeah. uh, she's a uh, Gamora, and also Imogen Poots uh, plays her sister Barbara, um, her, Barbara's sister Karen. My bad. She, so her name's Karen, and she's from the Green Ro- Green Room filth, and also Twenty Eight Weeks Later. Hmm. By the way, have you seen Green Room? No. I oh seen my Room yet. god. I heard it was good. What is Green Room? Is this oh a horror my movie? it's it's a Anton Yokins like he stars in it and it's like he made a horror film. Uh, uh the, la- the late the late <laughs> the late Anton Yokin, yeah. No. R.I.P. Um okay. it's amazing. Also has Patrick Stewart 
Oh, dude, it's so good. <laughs> what? It's it's like Anton Yelkin and his band goes into like this uh this uh like uh they're looking for a gig in Washington, I believe. They come across like the the Some gig that they club or something. Yeah, they come across a gig that didn't pay well. And he's like, dude, you guys like he he pretty much tells the guy like you fucked us over. We want something more. Like, hold on, I got a gig for you. Let me ask my cousin. They go to his cousin. It's like a rally or like a meetup place in deep in the neck woods, like in the mm-hmm. woods uh, of just like skinheads and uh, like Nazis and everything. Yeah, and then they play a show there, and then just things go down. This sounds okay. yeah. That's just like just to, to set it up out. for you. No, I gotta it's listen. on. It's on Amazon Prime. All if right. you if you if you can come across. I'm gonna check that. this one out. It's so good. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's, All right. It's a really great film. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's so uh, it's directed by uh, what is it? Directed by Anders Walter, who directed and wrote an Academy Award-winning short film called Helium, and this is actually his first feature film. Mm, cool. And this premiered at the 2017 Toronto International Film Festival, and it got critical praise. Mm. And yeah, so we saw the poster already. Already, and there has been a trailer released. If you haven't seen it, uh, here it is right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's being released by the RLJF Films. Okay. And. Okay. I'm already here for this. It gives me like Bridget Terabithia vibes, you know. You know what else? Like I haven't seen much of it yet, but Sucker Punch. Like, uh, yeah, it's like just it's like the just same picture. vein. Yeah. Yeah. Producers of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I want to get to know you a little bit more. Zoe Saldana, Queen. Mm-hmm. Oh. What about your sister? Queen Mora. Dragons or whatever, if you ask me to. That would be hilarious. What are you doing? That's her friend that she makes. Uh oh. Yeah, there's some dark shots that we can't really see too well. I don't know from your view, but. I kill giants. Ah. <laughs> alright, alright. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Show me more. A giant comes to place and takes everything from you. See, that's why I can see it can be like metaphorical. But if it's real, it's I'm like, like, like a giant, blown away. Rep- a giant rep- can represent like loss almost, like mm-hmm. this huge thing that just. Oh. Like I say, just takes, just just like wrecks your life in an yeah. instant. <laughs> Nonetheless, this film looks very beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it looks really pretty. This isn't real. Save this town. Also, you guys saw like one of Monster Calls. I haven't seen that one yet, but I feel like it's in the same vein too. I love that. I kill giants. And I definitely want to look forward to I want to buy the uh, the graphic novel and try to read that too before yeah. that comes out. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks uh, what do you what do you guys think about that? I mean, it looks good. It's cool that it's like already getting yeah. praise, yeah. not even being like fully released. So, I'm sure it's freaking awesome. As, I want more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's one of those um, interesting things where, like you were saying, like, is it real? Like, is it mm-hmm. in her head? Is it? And even if it is in her head, it's the way they seem to be interweaving the story. It looks like it's going to be something pretty beautiful. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, uh, granted, sometimes I, I I hate when it's not real. I always yeah. want it to be real yeah. just because it's cooler <laughs> like, that way, you know. 
But like, I can totally see Gun with like, I, I can appreciate like the deeper message message behind all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, nonetheless, I am pretty excited for this one. I wasn't beforehand. I was like, I oh, don't know, we'll see. But now, like, the more I like hear about it, it's just like it looks really, it looks like a great film. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just l- seeing it is fine. It, it's already appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so now with the uh, the time that we have left, uh, let's just get into uh, the ritual review, pretty much. So Woo-hoo. we all saw the ritual. Yes. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this this movie. So let's just start off with uh, overall overall impressions. Uh, oh. Well, I'll just say that like it was a great film. I loved it, uh, and the reason why I like it so much is because you don't know where what direction they're they're going in, and mm-hmm. I think it was kind of like to me, it kind of gave me like a Blair Witch vibe without like the found footage feel but um right. but also like the descent but mm-hmm. like instead of you're going down a hole you're going into like this forest with all you see is trees and it's like claustrophobic as well like mm-hmm. um but i didn't know what to expect like i'm like okay is this all in their heads is there like an actual monster you keep seeing like they, they peppered in some like flashes of the monster and you know you're constantly on your toes and you, I, I just love being like I expect the unexpected, I think, and that's what I really loved about this film. Oh, nice. Yeah, I um I really liked it. I I, I enjoy horror pictures that don't <laughs> they um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I enjoy horror pictures that don't necessarily depend so much on like the new technology stuff. Like you've had like mm-hmm. unfriend me on follow me, all the whatever it is, oh, Snapchat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I like Hashtag. ones <laughs> Yeah, I like ones where it's less technology, so you have to rely more on the story. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this movie was, which was really uh it was a very it was quiet. It was a quiet movie at times and then mm-hmm. when the moments when there was sound, it was impactful. Yeah. So it was it kind of felt like an art house movie, but also um, mainstream enough, I feel like enough people would really dig it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I really like the uh, the cinema cinematography in this. Um, I feel like the the cinematographer would just had a field day. It was just like, oh, look at all these things that I can do. Like just to play, like just to just to like frame uh, shots that used like just the wilderness around it. It was just so mm-hmm. phenomenal, and I, I really yeah. enjoyed wa- seeing that. It's just like even like, when there's like long steady shots, even when there's like long long uh just shots of just the scenery it's not boring because it's just so beautiful like mm-hmm. how like this picture is painted in front of you and also the the atmosphere uh the tone of the film was like just dead on for what it wanted to be mm-hmm. um it it was it, and it never lost that atmosphere either and even when the, when it when uh when it gets to like the the ritual site like it's still that same weird like you still feel like an unsettled even if you even you're seeing what's going on you're still feel unsettled as like you're not sure what's going on still even yeah. though it's happening in front of you mm-hmm. and you just can't you're just like what what mm-hmm. <laughs> and it I, I i just really liked it it was, a, it was such a great film yeah. um the yeah. atmosphere was so sorry to cut you off it's like the atmosphere was so strong it's like even the setting the trees that's like the environment is like what's mm-hmm. the most scary thing about the film yeah. you know being trapped you know not knowing where to go you have no point to go to your destination you have no clue you're stuck and i think that's like forget about the monster like you're screwed you have someone who's injured like how are you going to get out of this yeah you know? it, it adds so much stress and so much like agony yeah. to like you feel to our characters a, yeah, yeah i don't know if y'all but i was stressed no, in this dude, movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it gets you stressed out I, yeah mm-hmm I like the interpersonal dynamics, too. That's one of the great things about I thought about this film as well was the fact that it wasn't just, oh, a group of friends goes into the woods. It was 
these there was exposition there that set up so much tension already yeah. even yeah. before they get lost yeah. because of what happened to the fifth In the beginning, friend exactly. and you're just like okay so this is already <laughs> like intense like that first opening scene was intense yeah. and it was just like oh and this is they're not even in the woods yet so yeah. I thought that was really good as well. I always like character-driven stuff, so that was also a plus. Yeah. And actually, I just realized like there's like a strikingly like huge parallel between this and the descent because yeah. the descent also starts off with that car crash in the beginning, mm-hmm. and how like I believe one of them, one of the ladies, loses her husband in that yeah, car and crash her, and her child and her child. So like even then that sets up like the yeah. So just just like that in that in the descent also in the, in the in this film, um, the first uh, couple minutes sets up. Like, you know, the tone and also, like, w- their whole point of, like, why they're making the hike. So, yeah. real quick, just jumping to the plot. Um, straight, it's pretty straightforward. So, it's, like, four, four, four close friends go on a hiking trip in the Swedish wilderness to honor their their friend's memory. But beneath that, there's so many small, like, minutiae within each character's, like, psychologies, you know? We have Dom, who's, like, I kind of a little baby back bitch, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He was the one who hurt his, his, hurt yeah. his leg. And even the, even the friends were like, is it really as, as hard as, as bad as he says it is? Yeah. He's like, no, I can walk. Like, kind of, you know? And he was always like giving, giving, he was like, he was just like the smart mouth Alec. Yeah. And then you have, um, you also have Hutch, which was like the most level headed out of all of them, who was like, he was pretty much like the Johnny from the Outsiders who kept them all glued together. And without mm-hmm. him, they're going to start falling apart. Yeah. And yeah. so behold, uh, spoilers, yeah. by the way, we're going to the... we're going to we're going to lay it all out. I'm sorry. But <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. Oh, my God. There it is. Thank you. So, yeah. So. So, yeah. Hutch, he ends up being the first one to get snubbed. Yeah. Like and then next, you know, like the dynamics of the character gets even more intense. They yeah. start to like slowly grip apart. Um but yeah, real quick, just to go back to the top here. So the director was David Bruckner. Uh, he did the first short in a VHS, if you guys ever saw that. With like, It's called uh, Amateur Night with a Siren, like that's mm-hmm. the succubus yeah. creature thing, which is one of my favorite uh like shorts in that whole like saga vhs Mm. that's like one of my like all-time favorites they started it so strong with that one and i that was a great choice um he's also been he's also uh directed southbound and the signal and i believe um i'm not sure which of the two but they're like they're also like an anthology so he directed like a little short in there too um uh and also yeah so that's the director david brickner uh, fantastic director, I gotta say he's uh, he's one to look out for. I definitely gotta want to keep. Yeah. Well, I want to keep an eye on him, and I believe that he was also gonna make a, his own like uh, feature film on that the premise of uh, that first VHS. Oh, yeah, really? The, uh, or he's he's planning on to? Or I'm not sure if they plan because I saw it on on his IMDb and it said that he wrote it uh, for. It's called The Siren, mm-hmm. but he did not direct it. But hmm. e- either way, he, his his writing is still very very no, great. No, <laughs> I would love to see that as a full length yeah. film. Yeah, exactly. Me too. So I was like, I'm I'm waiting for that to hear on that. Uh, look look it up and whatnot. If anyone can uh, knows any information, please feel free to, feel free to comment and uh, to to get us on our like take, take, take my money. You know, yeah, like, take here we go. You know, just take, like just take. <laughs> I will start your Kickstarter for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then also, uh, yeah, let's delve into the characters. So, yeah, the backpacking bros. <laughs> there's four of them, with, with the fifth being, you know, the first one to die. But So there's uh, the actor uh, Rafe, Rafe uh, Spall, who plays Luke, which is a lead character. Uh, Robert James Coilier plays Hutch, which is the first death. Archer Ali is Phil, and he's the second one to get snubbed. And Sam Trotton as Dom, which is, he's a baby back. And Paul Reed is the first one who dies by the junkie's hand. Yeah. Um, 
So I gotta say, like one of my favorite characters was Hutch, and mm-hmm. I knew who, I, loved I, Hutch. I, I, a mile away, I was like, this guy's gonna die for mm-hmm. Like I just he was know. Like, he's the most like he's the most like level headed. Yeah, smart, yeah, <laughs> and he just kind of like he's you, like us. <laughs> you're just like yes, I agree with you. Um, sadly, you're more than likely going to die soon. Yeah, those characters don't get to stay long in the yeah. horror world. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. I think if he stayed alive, then never they would all yeah. be alive. They, they would, would all be alive. alive. Yeah. They would have made their way out. He had a compass. It was a whole thing. He was the most prepared. Yeah. Yeah, I knew from like going in that Luke was going to be our main character. That Luke was going to be at least make it to the end and then die, or just make it to the end and survive. Yeah. And luckily, he does survive, um, losing all his friends along yeah, the way. That, and I like that too because you really didn't know is this going to be a film where everyone dies? Yeah. Is, yeah. You know, someone going to make it out alive? And yeah. I really didn't know which way they could. Either way, I would probably still I still would have liked the film, you know. But mm. it was kind of cool that they did leave it to him, you know, as a sole survivor. Because I think, and I think that was justified as too, because he stood up to the monster, right? You know, yeah. well, he finally stood up to somebody, yeah, because he didn't, because st- he didn't do it. <laughs> oh, no, that's very true. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, what's that fight at? I was just like, <laughs> because he let it. He was. There, he could have done something. Yeah, he, he could. Yeah, his he's friend. Like, I mean, I was under under the opinion his friend didn't have to die. Yeah, I was with Dom on that. Dom, one. Dom I, was I was about like, to say Dom called him out. He's like, like, hey, like, where's where's that fight at when Dom needed it? Notches, but he ain't wrong though. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, you're finally team Dom. There's this whole time you hate Dom. I'm like, Dom, when is Dom going to die? And there's of course, better ways to like convey that message, yeah. though, you know? I'm like, hey, by the way, I think you're the reason why. It's like, oh. you know, like, it's just, it's just really sad. And then, um, Luke, so Luke's our main character, and he, I, I feel like he had the most character depth for sure. Because mm-hmm. he, he had the guilt. He had the guilt. He had this baggage that he was carrying around with him. Also, his he was slowly being alienated from his friends. Mm-hmm. Like Dom, for sure, was not a fan. He said straight out, "I don't trust your judgment. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't trust uh, like your your choices in life and everything. Like no, like." Um, so I thought it was very interesting that like Luke had, had such a such like internal conflict with like not only did they have to deal with like the guilt of like I let my friend die, but at the same time like my close friends, I'm losing them. Like, mm-hmm. because of, like, how I am or who I am. And I thought that was very interesting. Um, and uh, that I guess that kind of plays into, um, I guess, why he's, like, the lone survivor. Because Hutch also says, like, you're the strongest. Like, you need to go and do this. Which I found a little weird because I didn't think he was the strongest. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just saying that's, he, like... He kind of ended up being one. But yeah, at the time, he was, like, he needed to find that strength, finally. You mm-hmm. know, after all, after the, the six months... You know, it took him and being stranded. Finally, you find the strength. But I think it was like a life or death, like with him, you know, yeah. and all, all the people in the ritual who were like, you know, they died, too. So, you know, kill, kiss, kill or is it kiss or kill? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just do something. Finally, if he didn't do anything, I would have not been here for him. But he did do something. Yeah. Like, in a sense, it's kind of like um, when Luke goes up against the monster, it's kind of like he's going up against. Like, I, I feel like, now that I'm thinking about it, this is, like, happening right now. It's just my gears are turning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the monster is kind of like an embodiment of the guilt that he's felt for the past six weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. And how, like, um, because of this guilt, he's going to, and because of how he is, how he wanted to keep the party going, and how he didn't like most of the ideas that, like, in the, when they're in the bar, he didn't like most of the ideas that he was saying. He's like, no, those are all lame, those are all lame, like... He's pretty much the one who didn't want to grow up, and he's like, man, can you believe the guy he turned out to be, like, Dom? And he's like, his friend Rob is like, oh, yeah, he has a beautiful wife and a daughter. Oh, that's so terrible. Kind of like, you know, playing off into that. So it's kind of like him, in a sense, it's like him coming of age of, like, being in a 
adult, more yeah. of an adult, right? Like, yeah. Like he had to he had to grow up, but he, he had to go through like fi- like a, tr- a trial of fire to realize like you know, hey, like wake the fuck up, like yeah. you got to be more of an adult, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, which I thought was really interesting. I love when like films disguise uh, monsters as, as like a metaphor for yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. No, and absolutely. I think that's like that's like well, that some of the best monsters. Under, yeah. yeah. Um. But it was a real monster. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. It was real. That too. Yeah, speaking no. of the monster, yeah. <laughs> Let's get into that monster. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Yeah, so this picture up right now, um, that's that's the beast. Uh, that is, uh, you can't see him. It's a little dark but uh, for us. But yeah, I got a, I got a screenshot. I, I took this, uh, I watched Netflix on my laptop and I got a screenshot of it. And I was like, like I want to show it. Like, yeah. this is a beast. And I'm so glad that they showed us, too. Like, the, yeah. the full scale of it. Yeah. Because you saw, like, little bits of him. When I, yeah. And that's when she, like, he's holding, or it's holding one of the uh, the occultists in that little, like, occult site. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah. So, in the, in the actual uh, novel that the, the film is based off of, it's actually referred to as a, a motor. Uh, M-O-D-E-R. Um, but in the film, it's referred to as a Jotun. Or a Yotun, uh, as well as the bastard offspring of Loki, mm. and it's very embedded in uh, uh, Norse mythology, and it's actually so Jotun are actually translates to like giants, to like giants or and or uh, trolls, and uh, they're actually ambiguously defined. So there's not like one set like dif- what, what like, they look like, what they are exactly. Um, so uh, pretty much, so, yeah, you could sum it up to giants or trolls. But here in the film, it's it's actually a let's see, it's represented as a large demonic deer with huge antlers, and it has arms and hands like right by its mouth, which mm-hmm. I thought was so interesting. Yeah, like that's such a cool concept. And I also wanted to get that shot where like it, it stands up in its hind legs mm-hmm. and it goes up, and you actually actually see more arms coming out in like yeah. its midsection, mm-hmm. and you see like that little like wicker thing with the antlers early on. Yeah, it's actually a part of it. Like that's where the horn, like its antlers come from. Which I thought was also interesting because it looks like a like a like a human torso like right yeah. on his forehead, um, and so okay. So what I got from like my internet research is says <laughs> uh, as a so as a collective giants are often attributed as hideous appearance, claws, fangs, and deformed features apart from a generally hideous size. In the mythos, they live in uh, Jotunmir. Uh, one of the uh, nine wor- worlds of Norse cosmology, separated from Midgard, which is where the uh, humans live. And it, it, here's the interesting part. So, like, the uh, Jotunmir is, uh, they're separated by high mountains and, or dense forests. So, they live in high mountains or dense forests, which is what we got here in the uh, the uh, Swedish forests and whatnot. And, um, okay, so, oh yeah, so, uh, the concept artist and the uh, behind the uh, the creature was uh, Keith, uh, Keith Tommins. Uh, sorry, Keith Thompson, and he's the artist who has also worked on uh, with uh, Guillermo del Toro on Crimson Peak, Pacific Rim, and Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. And this is actually a quote from David Bruckner, and he said that he experimented with those ideas. Uh, he referring to uh, Keith uh, with those ideas and provided many different possibilities as well as concepts for the de- 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 uh, decrepit uh, parishioners, which are like the 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 people who worship the uh, the Jotun. Um, the parishioners, the effigy in the attic, which is like that weird thingy, and the hanging elk, which is oh yeah, which is like you know the first yeah, thing yeah. that they come across, and it all tied together and stole and told a visual story. The beast design we finally settled on was simply the one I couldn't take my eyes off of, which is also very true because like looking at this, like it's hard to look away from such yeah. a 
just crazy looking beast and mm-hmm. i just love the design of it i love monsters and i love it's how, so like, detailed like every yeah. time you look at it you notice something new and different you're just mm-hmm. kind of like oh i didn't notice that at first and it has those glowing eyes yeah the too. eyes oh it's, it's so face good. alone is so creepy it's, you don't I didn't know what else I'd expect. When we first saw the face, I was like, okay, what does the rest of the body look like? And right? it turned out it was this. And it's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. And it really, like, took me for, like, a, for, like, a loop because the the first, like, real, like, look of what we get is, like, a hand, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, ha- I was thinking, like, hand, like, you know, the, the, uh, the measurements didn't seem right to me. It was like, how can a little hand like that be something yeah. so big? Because it was like he had the... And then every time I would walk, like, you hear, like, things, it would just, like, destroy things in its path. And, like, they would see, like, the next morning they'd see, like, a path just, like, destroyed, like, made out of its trail in a sense. Yeah. And it's just, like, whoa. So it was really cool to see, like, in its entirety, you're just, like, oh, my God. Like, this is beautiful. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, it's terrifying, but it's beautiful at the same time. Um, so I thought the creature was fantastic. Also, the setting was amazing. The, mm-hmm. the uh, excuse me, the uh, Swedish... Uh, uh, forest and everything uh, it just looks so beautiful um, yeah we talked about the plot and I thought it was uh, yeah the plot is pretty straightforward but it's also really like yeah left a lot of mystery I would ask though like with the monsters since I mean we know with internet research we found out it's Norse and Sally da, 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 mm-hmm. but did anyone get all that when they saw it cause I <laughs> did not no. <laughs> because I mean that's great that it was so deep I, <laughs> you know and then maybe if I had read the book I would know that it was the Norse god and all of that stuff but when I read I was like man that's that's a cool looking monster mm-hmm. I don't know what that's from Yeah, so not that that's a bad thing no right mm-hmm. you know it left the mystery of the horror there and it's even cooler to do the research afterwards to find yeah. out but I just I find it I wonder if people who didn't do it if they watched it like I, you know when I watched it if they got that same vibe like what the heck is you're this? like oh yeah that's a huge thing <laughs> like yeah <laughs> like like what? what is this oh yeah. like yeah. some some god thing they worship in the forest which didn't take away from it I just think it's interesting that the director and everyone had so much to say about that monster but then it wasn't necessarily yeah. conveyed as much mm-hmm. what yeah. the depth of it was in the movie it's good they knew yeah, yeah. I don't think the audience would know yeah <laughs> like, yeah and then also. What I also found interesting, which was kind of just like a little, I guess, passed over a bit, was that the like the occultists live in in, in like a space that lives beyond. They, they mentioned like a, they, they live beyond time and life itself, and that's because of the the Jotun like allows them oh. to live there and like grants them. I'm guess I'm guessing grants them like like. Uh, Immortality. Immortality, in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Although they did not look great. Yeah. No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, that's, so I like, that's like the dark side thing? of immortality. That's yeah. like, hey, you're worshiping you like a demon or something. Looks, yeah. yeah. Mm. Nonetheless, immortality though. Great. And like they all had, they all had that that one sign yeah. that sign that Luke got like at the beginning because uh, apparently like his his pain was so great. Yeah. But he ended up killing them all, so the Im- immortality didn't pay off. Oh, also, so. I want to bring up to attention real quick. Um, that room of just like. Those weird, like, wooden creatures that he just, like, lights up. Yeah. Wasn't that... Is that what immortality looks like? Like, is that... Yeah, I think maybe weren't weren't there, like, souls or something of some of the people? Because it seemed like when he burned them, they started to scream. So I thought No, they started started moving beforehand, though. That's when he started started burning them. Okay, so I was... I thought when he started burning them that they were connected to the people outside. That it wasn't actually the people that, like, when the... Like, that was their soul or something like that. Mm -hmm. That was, like, the scarecrow thing. Mm -hmm. I was confused. Once again, they didn't explain all. Yeah, I, what I kind of surmised from it was like possibly these are the people who have like worshipped it for so long that like 
they are immortal, but their body gives out over time, and they just they put them in that room to worship it at, like full time, mm. and they become growing like these these weirdly like wooden like nymph like 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 forest creatures, you know, okay. that just like get embedded into their seat and they can't move, but they're still immortal, like they're still alive, you mm-hmm. know, but they're just like it's a terrible immortality. And the uh, the other the ones that are like human more are the, like the younger ones, but they they could possibly be like hundreds of years old. I don't know. It's, it's, there's I mean, a lot of mystery. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's just like yeah. That's just my 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 guess. It's yeah. a good guess. It's, good it's cool guess. that they presented a little bit of mystery at the end though, because yeah. then it gets us talking. It's like okay, what what is that? Okay, what's your yeah, theory? The what's theory. our theory? You yeah. Know? So that's, that, cool like because i completely forgot about that until you brought it right up. so like, like i was like oh yeah what was that you forget what about those, it right those away puppet looking thingy that was like, creepy as that because they were all yeah. chanting and until he walks in and then they all quiet down yeah oh, oh my god Dolls. i was like mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so yeah so uh so the resolution uh it turns out that uh jotun can't cross the barrier of the woods into the, like that plant that plains where there was no woods right mm-hmm. it's either that or like it couldn't go into the sun i'm not sure but I think it was like it might have been a combination of the the yeah. forest because the forest also blocked the sun a lot, and also the forest seemed like removed from the rest of like I don't know the plane of where they were existing. It could possibly be like maybe some. I definitely think it was the forest. Yeah, some know? forest magic because there are also the signs on the forest, the trees and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we do have to wrap up, so just, just real quick highlights for me were uh, Ray, uh, uh, Rafe Spa. Uh, he's Luke. He was he was fantastic. Um, he had the most depth to, depth to his character, as I said before. Um, and also, the design of the Jotun was also like uh, so cool to look at. Um, you guys didn't have any quick highlights? I just love the acting as well. The like, acting you felt was the character, the agony, everything that they were going through. Like I haven't seen such a good horror performance in such a long time, and I haven't been like this, like really like invested in like a horror film, especially on Netflix. Yeah. Like <laughs> right. So I just I love. Well, you at Cloverfield? Well, you at? You know, <laughs> no. <laughs> I enjoy I enjoyed all of it and I, I really liked the theme of guilt that mm-hmm. was in yeah. it. That, that added a lot of um resonance with everything else that was happening. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, hopefully Luke towards the end can, you know, forgive himself mm-hmm. for uh for what happened to his friend. Mm-hmm. You know. Because I'm pretty sure that's what he was struggling with the most is Yeah. Although it, there weren't too many signs with it, but I mean just like as a as a being a person, you just have to surmise that he he hasn't forgiven himself for yeah. what has happened, and he knows it's his fault, and he can't bring himself to be like, yes, it is, because that's why he he reacts so strongly when Dom um, brings it yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, fantastic film, my God, <laughs> the ritual, everybody, um, definitely worth watching. It's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it already, just go check it out. If we spoiled things, just I mean, it's still okay. I'm always about <laughs> when things get spoiled for me. I'm all about the ride. To getting there, yeah, you know? it's a good plot. I'll yeah, sit through it. Mm-hmm. Right on. So, just to close out, uh, real quick, I want to talk about um, some other shows. Uh, so, Chauncey, you're actually a part of a horror TV weekly, right? Yes. And that's on uh, Thursdays at 6 p.m. with Chauncey and also Lucretia Lyon, who will be here next week, actually, because Carrie's still going to be out. So, next week, uh, join us for uh, uh, for that, and we will have a special guest. Um, so just tune yeah, in for that as yeah. well. Mystery. <laughs> yeah, dun, dun, mystery dun. guest. <laughs> One word, two words. Victor Crowley. That's all I'll give you. There you go. What a, so, what a tweezer. What? A tweezer? Tweezer. <laughs> <laughs> what a tweezer. <laughs> so watch, 
<laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> so watch, yeah, watch uh, Victor Crowley for sure. And also another show I would like to uh, cross promote is uh, Meet the Movie Press. It's Meet the Movie Press is every Friday at 9 a.m. with Jeff Snyder and Simon Thompson. I engineer that show every Friday at 9 a.m. It's a fantastic show. They go, they just give you the uh, latest and breaking news of the Hollywood industry. What movies are getting green lit? Who, what, what actors are are going up for what roles? And these are uh, phenomenal uh, accredited writers. Um, Jeff is from the the tracking board, tracking hyphen board as well. And Simon Thompson is a freelance edit, uh, freelance writer, excuse me. And he has his own uh, website on Facebook that you can check out. Uh, just type in Simon Thompson. And also, you can find that on our Popcorn Talk Network. Uh, Horror TV Week- Weekly is actually on uh, AfterBuzz TV. TV. Um, and yeah, so check out those shows. Uh, we would love for you to support those shows as well. And uh, so that pretty much wraps up our show. Um, again, you can find me everywhere at Tony B. Dead, uh, T-O-N-Y-B-D-E-D. I've been really obsessed with like editing pictures on Instagram if you want to check those <laughs> out. They're just little, little doodles, pretty much I call them. Um, but yeah, so check those out. And uh, Oliver. And I'm Oliver Jen. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Jumer. Make sure you watch Marvel Movie News on Popcorn Talk Network as well. And also check me out on the After Buzz After Show for America's Next Top Model. Yeah, and once again, this is Miss Chauncey K.R., Chauncey K. Robinson. You can find that on Twitter and also on Instagram and Horror TV Weekly and The Flash After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Oh, yeah, The Flash. I forgot. I do that. All right. All right, everybody. (laughs) Peace out. Have a great one. Until next time. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.